All right, hello, and welcome to the, what I believe is the third episode officially of the Filmbox podcast. My name's Aaron Souza, and I'm your, your humble guide, kind of like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Not very helpful, but I'm there. And I'm joined by my co-host, Connor. How y'all doing? And we have a special guest today. Uh, joining us today is Josh from Four Nerds by Nerds. Hey, thanks for having me. It's, it's an honor. I've never been the first guest on anyone's show before. Well, we are super thrilled to have you on. Uh, so uh, tell us a little bit about your, your podcast, what you do, all that kind of stuff. Oh, sure. Uh, I like to say that we are a movie-centric podcast. Uh, we try to stick more towards nerdy movies, but we love we love film so much, we kind of say that we're big nerds for film, that it's uh, we'll do anything. Uh, we do a lot of like commentary tracks and uh, Jeopardy games and top tens stuff like that. It's it's uh, real fun, and uh, we have new episodes every Monday. Definitely be sure to check that out. That's uh, it's good stuff. They make really great stuff. So definitely definitely check them out and uh, be on the lookout for for some Jeopardy games coming in the future. <laughs> yeah, super fun. <laughs> Everybody loves Jeopardy. Oh, for sure. Um, so we got your regular slate of, of news today. We've got some fun stuff to talk about. We've got some games. We've got some random film generation. We've got just about everything you could ever want from a podcast, I think. In my in my humble opinion, anything that you could ever want in a podcast is here today. So <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> um, so rolling right on into it, and Josh, you said earlier that you were a, a Halloween fan. Well, the Halloween Ends trailer came out. Yeah, it did. It looks good. It does look good, yeah. A little worried about certain things, but it, it, it <laughs> was entertaining. Now, were you a fan of Halloween Kills at all? Yeah, I actually, I, I like it for how stupid it is. Like, I know it's not a great movie, <laughs> but there's so many. He kills like 38 people in that movie. It's hard not to like. I know. He just kills an entire town, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. the first time I watched it, I got very upset with how dumb everyone was. <laughs> and then I watched it again, and it made it so much more enjoyable just knowing that everyone was dumb. Yeah, I definitely liked it this, more the second time I watched it because I'm like, I know where this is going. No, it was it was definitely enjoyable. I liked the first one, the or the first requel, I guess, as we can call it, um, better. Obviously, that was a much better movie, but this one, the last one was was fun. But yeah, no, I, I'm excited for it, and uh, I was upset though, and I tweeted it out uh, earlier in the week. I was upset that uh, they they had touted it as such a departure from the rest of the series, and I was really, really hoping that they'd turn it into a rom com, but they didn't. And I, I, you know, I just I just wanted Mike Myers to find love. I really did. He's past <laughs> that point. <laughs> Moose past Halloween goes to Valentine's Day. <laughs> Oh man, that would be that would honestly be a real Halloween move though if they did that. Just like pull a Halloween three and just make it a whole new movie, a whole new thing. No, Michael Myers, he just kind of pops in, pops out. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, I'm here. Bye." I'm a little worried that Jamie Lee Curtis dies in the beginning of the movie. Oh, you know that's very true. Because you kind of only it. everything you see of her just looks like it's the, just the one scene. It doesn't look like it's a bunch of different mm-hmm. spots in the mm-hmm. movie. You know what but I was also, this didn't too. this didn't feel like a full trailer either. It kind of just felt like a teaser trailer. Yeah, yeah it was a little longer. Yeah, yeah. It, honestly, it was like, hey, it's Mike Myers and he's out and fighting and out and about fighting and fighting and fighting 
and that's about it. Uh, I guess one of the popular fan theories about it is there's going to be more than one Michael, like copycat killers. So I don't know if that's their departure from the typical Halloween structure, but that becomes a bit too screamy for me. So I don't know if I would like that. Yeah, I don't like that. Entirely. (laughs) Hopefully fans are dumb and... Yeah, David Gordon no, Green is smarter than us. Yeah, well, it, it could be too that they kill Michael Myers right at the beginning of the movie, and then and then the rest of it is like, oh shit, there's another Mike. That was actually fake Mike. That, that was, was fake Mike. That was prison Mike. Real Mike's <laughs> <God>. back here. <laughs> oh boy. Well, prison. either way, I'm hoping that it's good. It comes out actually really soon. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see where it goes after this because there's no way this is the last movie. <laughs> uh, no. We we talked about it last time, I think. They're, this will be the end until like a year or two from now. They want to dust him off, make a couple hundred mil, start it all over again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but speaking of uh, like horror kind of horror classic movies, um, not really a classic, but Jordan Peele's uh, new movie, Nope, has uh, had some initial reviews. It's looking really really good and i'm excited to to try and see it um i know his movies he's made three movies now and all of them have been pretty well acclaimed so i'm i'm really excited to see how how things turn out with that same i mean i've loved uh get out i thought us maybe a little bit of a step back but it was still really fun to watch and nope everything i've been reading it just sounds like it is completely crazy just no one can really comprehend what's really happening and that's honestly one of the most positive things i look for in a movie review Mm -hmm. for sure um the oppenheimer movie is uh released the poster i believe they have the the posters out now right correct yeah the poster has been released uh it stars killian murphy looking like a badass in the midst of an explosion yeah i mean when hasn't he um and it has been said that the first teaser trailer is coming along with nope so when nope officially releases tomorrow when we record this that's when we'll get our first look at oppenheimer that's very exciting i'm that cast is just so loaded i think it's going to be really really good it is crazy stacked Mm-hmm. Like during our Emmy talk, we had um, talked about a couple of the shows that had a lot of uh, actors or actresses being nominated for the same show. This feels like it could do the exact same. Yes, definitely. Is it's all he Nolan always seems to bring the stack cast, even though I don't really feel like any of his movies have been that great since like Inception, Dark Knight era. That's yeah. fair. That's that's definitely a fair analysis. Although I, I did like um, uh, Interstellar. That's one of my my more favorite movies. But it's that one's also a long watch. Like I I can't. I have a hard yeah, time. It's just so that long. Movie. It's like it's good in snippets. Like I can watch a half hour of it and just be totally happy. But I can, if I sit down and watch the whole thing, I'm like I just wasted like three hours doing this. Well, I was gonna say lucky for you that you have shared that you have the ability to stop a movie. Mm-hmm. leave it completely and then come back as if nothing has happened yep 
Yep, I love doing that. I've yeah. <laughs> I started doing that with the bad guys uh, on Peacock, and I have yet to come back to it, but I will get back to it at some point. The animated movie? Yes, the animated one. Yeah, I took my kids to see that. That's a good movie. Oh, is it good? I I gotta finish watching it. I've also, I just finished, and we talked about, I think we talked about it a little bit, uh, one of the other podcasts, but uh, I finished Abbott Elementary, uh, which was awesome. I was really, really happy with that series. So I need to start watching TV again. Mm. I feel like I'm just, <laughs> I'm just waiting for movies to come out, and I have a lot of free time. It's a shame. Yeah, it's, it's very fun. Very, very fun. Um, so we also have uh, one of our other interesting articles here that we have uh, that's in the news is Netflix making a pretty large uh, announcement when it comes to uh, what they're trying to do with their series. And they're, quote-unquote, trying to find its inner Star Wars and uh, create some sort of like cinema, movie, show, universe type of thing with characters that they can use over and over and over and over, like Marvel's doing, like Star Wars has done, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so Netflix has been in the mud recently. They're um, not doing too great. We're, we're no finance buffs, but they've been they've been struggling a little bit. And one of the things that they're looking to do to right the ship is, like you said, start going down the franchise path where I think they brought it up with Stranger Things, one of their, actually probably the most popular show right now. Uh, they want to be able to make spinoffs of that, make movies off that, sell merch off that. Uh, I think they even announced that they're going to create a stage play for Stranger Things, which feels like a bit too much, but... A stage play? Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I mean, I guess it makes sense, though, with with half the cast being, like, Broadway-trained actors. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I'm excited. I'm really, really excited to see where they where they bring that kind of... I've been, honestly, I've been waiting for a sci-fi-type series that's not Star Trek or Star Wars to come in and really break the, break the mold. Because mm-hmm. um, there have been other sci-fi-type movies and, you know, series have come up, you know, Battlestar Galactica comes to mind, but there's nothing been, nothing that's been like as impactful as those two, and I want something that's different. I think just being able to build off stories definitely helps make it feel a lot more immersive than mm-hmm. how isolated each project feels. Because they they do have a lot of good original shows and content that they have the like exclusive licensing to. Um, I, it would be nice for them to be able to build off that. For sure. All right. So I think that's all we got for for news stuff for, for this episode. Uh, but we do have some games to play. We got some fun games. Um, so the first game that I want to I wanna play is a game that I like to call You've Lost the Plot. Now, we've played this already once on the podcast. So if you, But if you don't know how it works, and Josh, uh, you know, if you don't know how it works, I'm going to give you guys... Uh, some random film plots uh, that are just completely outlandish, and you got to tell me whether or not that plot is real. And then, if it is real, I will give you bonus points uh, if you can actually guess the movie that it's from. Yeah, last time I was going up against myself. Happy to say that I did beat myself. So, <laughs> all right. So, are you ready 
Are you ready to uh, to give this this game a try? Absolutely. All righty. So, plot number one, we've got doctors are forced to transplant the head of a dying racist surgeon onto the body of a black death row inmate. Is this plot real or fake? That's real. Connor? I think it's real, too. All right. You would be correct. Can you give me the name of the movie? Oh, is it a movie? I was thinking it was a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> it is not. It is. This is an actual film. <laughs> You're not getting anything out of me. All right. This this would be the uh, the 1972 film, The Thing with Two Heads. <laughs> oh yes. You, you know what? You know what that reminded me of? Um, there is a movie back in 19. 19- not that. But there was a movie back in 1994 called Tammy and the T-Rex. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, where, yes. <laughs> yep. In it, Paul Walker dies and has his brain transplanted into a T-Rex. What is this movie? <laughs> Tammy the and the fuck? T-Rex. What the hell? What? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right, well. It's a movie. You guys, you guys each get a point. So you got one point each. Um, the next, next film we got after a worldwide nuclear war where 68% of the male population was wiped out and viral men become a rarity, a scavenger and highly virile man is assigned to help rescue a group of fertile women kidnapped by humanoid frogs. Is this real or fake? Ladies and gentlemen, this is real. I want to say it's real too. You would be correct. Can you give me the name of this film? <laughs> I feel like I've seen a poster of it, though, for whatever reason. <laughs> oh, boy. Josh, you got anything? Is it Hell Comes to Frogtown? It is Hell Comes to Frogtown. You would be absolutely correct. That is two points for you. <laughs> yeah. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Is, uh, that is just the most absurd plot. I've, I've never seen it, but... I, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Next, so we what is it? the score is now three to two. Yeah. All right. Next plot. After a strange citywide power outage threatens to loom large for weeks, a man must team up with a talking rat to turn the power back on and find the cause before he loses his business. Is that real or fake? I'm gonna say fake. Uh, I'll say real just to be contrary. That would be. A fake film plot, something I just made up yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It, I'll tell you what, it's hard coming up with with crappy film plots. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest uh, with you, I I wouldn't watch that <laughs> <laughs> unless you made that rat like Splinter. Then maybe, <laughs> yeah, if you knew Kung Fu, that's a different story. Exactly. I can't imagine. I can't imagine too many people who are racing to go see Hell Comes to Frogtown in theaters. To be honest, well, you never know. I mean, what was the one last time that I didn't get Joe's apartment with the talking? Joe's co- apartment. Oh, <laughs> you don't know Joe's apartment? I don't. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. wow. All right, last movie I got. Um, after being banished from their tribe. Two hunter-gatherers encounter biblical characters and eventually wind up in the city of Sodom. Is this real or is this fake? True. Or real. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. 
Oh my goodness. Uh, I'll say fake. This would be a real movie. Oh. This and can anyone tell me what the name of this film is for an extra bonus point? Is that year one? That is correct. It is year oh. one <laughs> with Jack Black from two thousand nine. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching this literally. On, I think on the last day of school. Just oh my god! What? Just every we were all packing <laughs> our stuff to get out, and we just put on year one in the background. Why? <laughs> It was on oh, TV. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Well, that is all the prompts I got. I think we ended up with a tie. Um, no, I think yeah. I took that. Oh, you did have get two points right at the end, but Josh also got a two-pointer. So I think it ended up being a tie. That's fair, actually, yeah. <laughs> I'll settle Good for game. a tie. Good game. All right. It was <laughs> impressive. If we, if we have you on next time to play this game... Uh, I will come up with some much, much harder <laughs> prompts because you've seen a lot of movies, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I did I did a game like that once, and I can attest to the fact that it is very hard to make up, game, uh, make oh, up movies that sound believable but also sound like bullshit. <laughs> I, honestly, it was like I was sitting here for like 20 minutes like trying to write a one-sentence prompt of like what sounds bad. They're all taken. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's like, oh, that's, a, that's an actual movie? Oh, crap. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think that's going to lead us into our, our uh, main segment here, uh, which is our random film scripts. So how this, this little bit works is uh, we, we have a little generator that we're going to go through, and I'm going to kind of Mad Lib style throw out things that I need from you guys. Um, and then at the very end, I'll send along the, the full script, and we will read it together in character uh, and, and go along with it and see what we can come <laughs> up with. Um, all right, so let's, without further ado, so this theme, the type of story we're going to be telling is a story about overcoming the monster, which is the only plot type that they that they give us here in this generator for now, but we're, we're working on it. Um, all right, so I'm going to need uh, three locations from you guys, and let's do it with uh, two, two interior and one exterior. It could be anything you want. I'll defer to Josh yeah. first. Haunted Mansion. Okay, Haunted Mansion. <laughs> Perfect. Haunted Mansion. Like uh, Eddie Murphy's Haunted Mansion or just a, a Haunted Mansion? <laughs> Any Haunted Mansion will do. Uh Coney Island. All right, Coney Island. And then what, another indoor one? Yes, let's get another interior. Um, the set of Kitchen Nightmare. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the set of Kitchen Nightmare. Perfect. And so now we're going to get some characters. So our protagonist. Now we can either do a character named Generator or we can just come up with a name for this for this male or female. Uh, it's up to you guys. I think when we tried it out, we did uh, we did a, a generator and it worked out. Like there are some crazy names that this thing kicks out. Hell yeah! All right, let's see. Give us a name. Let's see the name. We've got. <laughs> okay, so the first one that it popped out at me was Miss Mrs. Stephanie Smallcock. So that's what I'm going with. <laughs> 
I'm not even joking. The first name on this stupid generator. <laughs> All right. Stephanie Smallcock. Smallcock. That's I, oh, it's just absurd. All right. And now <laughs> we need two adjectives to decide, describe Stephanie. I mean, how would I feel if yeah. the small cock? Um... <laughs> depressed. Depressed. All right, we got depressed. I'm going to say bouncy. bouncy. Is that an adjective? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And a job for Miss Stephanie. Politician. Okay. That tracks. Um, all right, so now we need a sidekick. So I'm going to kick out a sidekick here. And we'll flip the gender norms and make the, the sidekick a male. Um, three, two, one. His name is... Jefferson Steelflex. <laughs> all right, I'm going with that because that's better than anything that this thing just popped out at me. Um, except for the title of Lord. Lord Jefferson Steelflex. <laughs> Do you know what that's from? I have no clue. Drake and Josh. Oh wait, is it really? Yeah, it's from the Damn. episode that they uh they get fake IDs to go to a concert. Oh my god. Um, now how do we, how would we describe Mister Steelflex, Lord Steelflex? I'm sorry. Spunky. Bunky or spunky? Spunky. Spunky. Powerful and yeah. powerful. Yeah, he's he's kind of quirky, but he commands the room. Yes, and I'm making him a professional sidekick. <laughs> All right, and now we're rolling with a love interest. We can make that either male or female. Uh, uh, um, let's go with Mister. <laughs> I put male, and it bumped me out with Mister Virginia York. So okay. <laughs> It's a family name. <laughs> a family name for a family man. My friends call uh, me Virgin right. York. <laughs> Virgin York? Uh, all right, and then two adjectives to describe Mr. York. Lanky. Lanky? Long, tall, and handsome. And would anyone be a opposed if, I get, if, if his, second, uh, his second adjective was that kind of educated where it's really annoying? <laughs> works for me yeah go for it where they're really annoying okay and his job uh, space accountant <laughs> did you say space accountant yep <laughs> okay. oh that that totally tracks alright and now finally the enemy male or female for this one to female a female, yeah. female villain. Countess female Stephanie Featherbottom the Third. All right, <laughs> I love it. She comes Countess from old money. Stephanie. <laughs> She's real racist. <laughs> Bottom the Third. Job female... racist. <laughs> <laughs> Professional racist. Professional yeah. racist. And one more adjective to describe Miss Stephanie Featherbottom. Thick. Dangerous. <laughs> Dangerously, Dangerously thick. thick. Dangerously, Dangerously thick. thick. Oh, boy. Okay. 
And now we're past people, so I need a type of monster that someone might try and defeat. Uh, for example, zombie, dragon, you know, anything like that. A beholder. The beholder? It's a big eye with a bunch of little small eyes. All right. <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay, and a weapon that can be used to defeat that type of monster. Plural, especially. So, like, swords, arrows, that kind of stuff. Nunchucks. <laughs> Nunchucks. <laughs> the, the ultimate secret weapon against the beholder. Yeah, take out all those little eyes. Exactly. Um, and now something precious, for example, like a necklace or a ring, anything like that. Butt plug. But, all right, perfect. <laughs> Putting it very precious to some people. Um, an Gym adjective stop. to describe the precious object. Stinky. <laughs> Stinky. Sharp, <laughs> the the sharp and stinky butt plug. Perfect. Uh, a vegetable, eggplant. Eggplant. This has gone totally off the rails. And I love it. <laughs> All right. The protagonist's favorite type of sweet, for example, chocolate, fruit gums, stuff like that. Skittles. Skittles. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. Yeah. That's his. That's his catchphrase. <laughs> Um, a type of music. But before we before we move on, I don't know if you guys saw this, but apparently Skittles is being sued for being unfit for human consumption. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I saw a commercial that they like put out an apology for Green Apple or something like that. They're oh, like, no. yeah, this is not the taste of the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> this is the taste right before you die. <laughs> this is the taste of falling off the rainbow. Uh, all right. Um all right, so we need a type of music. Screamo. Screamo. Perfect. <laughs> and uh a group of victims, plural. For example, children, swimmers, oh, the elderly. Just a group again. of victims. The elderly, <laughs> the elderly yep. again. Okay. The elderly. Um <laughs> Something bad the monster might do to its victims. Fist. What was that? <laughs> fist. Oh, fi- fist the elderly. Okay. Um, and it- <laughs> hey, that, that's... We need a hero for that. <laughs> we need a hero. Oh, boy. And an embarrassing secret that you might reveal at a weak moment. For example, the one that it says here is, I'm afraid of sausages. <laughs> We have a female main protagonist. Three nipples. I have three. <laughs> I have three. <laughs> the location of the third might surprise you. <laughs> Unbeknownst to anyone. And finally, our great pen name, Jerry. And write me a movie script. All right, let's see. So I will send this along. Oh, what? Oh no! It's Doesn't... filtering out the word "butt plug," so we gotta change "butt plug." Just uh, put "plug," and we'll know what it is. Yeah, yeah, just just put "plug." <laughs> Look, it didn't <laughs> it didn't flag Stephanie's small cock, so I, I think we're in the clear. Well, it's because it's a name. <laughs> the small cocks have a long history in America. All right. <laughs> So let me just send this link here in the chat. Um, Smallcox built this country. <laughs> All 
I think this is going to be a very fun story. The the title, I just want to make known, the title is called Racist the Beholder. <laughs> so <laughs> That sounds like a metalcore band. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm just putting it in the general chat here. So you guys can navigate over to that and, and grab it. Okay. And we will choose roles. All right, so it looks like we have... Stephanie, Virginia, and Jefferson. And then Stephanie again, which is going to be very confusing. <laughs> oh, we have two. Oh. We, we have Stephanie Featherbottom and then Stephanie Smallcock. Oh, why didn't we? Oh, no. Why didn't we catch that? <laughs> Can you, is there a way to edit it? Can you edit I it? I should be able to if I go back. Okay, go back and change it to. Yes. I will just put Stephanie with an F instead of a PH. No, just, just call her like. June or something. Duchess. Yeah, Duchess. Duchess. Alright. Count <laughs> we we had given her the title of Countess already. So I'm rolling uh, with Countess. I'm rolling with Countess Duchess Featherbottom. <laughs> Rolls the off third. the tongue. The third. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so let me just resend this little link here. Uh, then we'll get to reading. Um so we have to give each person an accent. You can do whatever you want with the character you've chosen. Oh, we also need to a narrator. Um, I can narrate and do uh, do a voice if someone wants to do um, another voice, or and then someone can do two voices. All right, so I will take. Uh, I want I want Lord Jefferson Steelflex. I'll, I'll be Duchess. <laughs> Countess Duchess. I'll be Countess Duchess. <laughs> okay. So we need a Virginia, and we need a Stephanie. Damn, I need another person. <laughs> <laughs> I can read for uh, um, for Virginia as well. All right, I'll be Stephanie. Perfect. Okay, so I'm Duchess. <clears throat> all right. So everyone got their, their little uh, their little script up? Mm-hmm. Yep. Perfect. All right, so we start in the interior of the haunted mansion in the afternoon. Depressed politician Stephanie Smallcock is arguing with spunky space accountant Virginia York. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie tries to hug Virginia, but he shakes her off. I forgot Virginia's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Oh, boy. Please, Virginia, don't leave me. I'm sorry, Stephanie, but I'm looking for somebody a bit more brave. Somebody who faces her fears head on instead of running away. I'm such a person. Virginia frowns. I'm sorry, Stephanie. I just don't feel excited by this relationship anymore. Virginia leaves. Stephanie sits down looking defeated. Moments later, lanky sidekick, Lord Jefferson Steelflex, barges in looking flustered. <sighs> Goodness, Jefferson, is everything okay? Oh, I, I'm, a, oh, I'm afraid not. What is it? Don't keep me in suspense. It's a, it's a beholder. I saw an evil the beholder fist a bunch of the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> Defenseless the elderly 
Yes. <laughs> Defenseless the elderly. Whew. <laughs> Bloom and heck, Jefferson. We've got to do something. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> you could start by telling me where this happened. I, I was... Jefferson fans himself and he begins to wheeze. <laughs> focus, Jefferson. Focus. Where did it happen? Coney Island. That's right. It was Coney Island. <laughs> Stephanie springs up and begins to run. Exterior, a road, continuous. Stephanie rushes along the street, followed by Jefferson. They take a shortcut through some back gardens, jumping fences along the way. Exterior, Coney Island, shortly after. Duchess Featherbottom III, Count, sorry, Countess Duchess Featherbottom III, a racist the beholder, terrorizes two the elderly. Stephanie, closely followed by Jefferson, rushes towards Duchess, but suddenly stops in, in her tracks. What, what is it? What's the matter? That's just, that's just not any the beholder. That's just <laughs> Duchess Featherbottom III. Who's Duchess Featherbottom the Third? Who's Duchess Featherbottom the Third? Who's Duchess Featherbottom the Third? Only the most racist the beholder <laughs> in the universe. <sighs> Blinking knickers, Stephanie. We're gonna need some help if we're gonna stop the most racist the beholder in the universe. You can say that again. We're gonna need some help. We're gonna stop the most racist beholder in the universe. I'm gonna need nunchucks. Lots of nunchucks. Duchess turns and sees Stephanie and Jefferson. She grins an evil grin. Stephanie Smallcock, we meet again. (laughs) (laughs) Just old and decrepit. Oh, you've met? Yes, it was long ago. Long time ago. Exterior, a park, back in time. A young (laughs) Stephanie is sitting in, in a park listening to some screamo music when suddenly a dark shadow casts over her. She looks up and sees Countess Duchess. She takes off her headphones. Would you like some Skittles? Stephanie's eyes light up. But then she studies <laughs> Countess Duchess Featherbottom III more closely and looks uneasy. I don't know. You look kind of racist. <laughs> Me? No. I'm not racist. I'm the least racist the in the world. <laughs> Wait, you're a, uh, the beholder? Stephanie runs away, screaming. <laughs> you were a uh, coward. Exterior- oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, exterior Coney Island, present day. You were a coward then, and you're a coward now. You, you, you ran away. I've changed this guy's accent four times. <laughs> I was a young child. I was. What was I supposed to do? Stephanie turns to Duchess. I may have run away from you then, but I won't run away this time. (laughs) Stephanie runs away. She turns back and shouts. (laughs) I mean, I'm running away, but I'll be back with nunchucks. I'm not scared of you, you little punk. (laughs) You should be. (laughs) Now we move to the interior, the set of Kitchen Nightmare. (laughs) Later that day, (laughs) Stephanie and Jefferson walk around searching for something. I feel sure I left my nunchuck somewhere around here. Are you sure? It doesn't seem like an odd place to keep deadly nunchucks. I've gone to Morty now. I did this the last time, too. <laughs> God. 
You know nothing's Jefferson Steelflex. We've been searching for ages. I really don't think they're here. Suddenly, Duchess appears, holding a pair of nunchucks. You looking for something? <laughs> Crikey, Stephanie, she's got your nunchucks. Tell me something I don't know already. The Earth's circumference at the equator is about 40,075 kilometers. I know that already. I have three nipples! Dude. <laughs> <sighs> While Duchess is looking at Jefferson with disgust, just, just pure disdain for this being. Three nipples! <laughs> How dare you? Stephanie lunges, toward, uh, lunges forward and grabs her deadly nunchucks. She wields them triumphantly. Prepare to die, you racist eggplant. That is the best insult I've ever heard in my entire life. No, please. I'm that. I'm using that for life. No, please. All I did was fist a punch of the elderly. <laughs> Virginia enters, unseen by any of the others. I cannot tolerate what kind of behavior. Those the elderly were defenseless. Well, now they have... A defender, and that's me, Stephanie Smallcock, defender of the innocent, the elderly. <laughs> please don't hurt me, please! Give me one good reason why I shouldn't use these nunchucks on you right away. Because, Stephanie, I'm your mother. Stephanie looks stunned for a minute, few moments, but then collects herself. No, you're not. Uh, shit, it was worth a try. <laughs> Duchess tries to grab the nunchucks, but Stephanie dodges out of the way. Who's your mommy now, huh? Huh? Unexpectedly, Duchess slumps to the ground. <laughs> Did she just faint? I think so. Well, that's disappointing. I rather hoping for a more dramatic conclusion involving my deadly nunchucks. Stephanie crouches over Duchess's body. Be careful, Stephanie. It could be a trick. No, it's not a trick. It appears that it would seem Duchess Featherbottom III is dead. <laughs> What? Yes, it appears that I scared her today. <laughs> Jefferson claps his hands. It's, I think you asked your own question and answered it. <laughs> oh, so your nunchucks didn't save the day after all. Virginia steps forward. Oh, God, how did this guy sound? Is it true? Did you kill the racist beholder? Virginia, how long have you been there? Virginia puts his arm around Stephanie. Long enough. Then you saw it for yourself. I killed Duchess Featherbottom III. Then the elderly are safe? It does seem that way. A crowd of vulnerable the elderly enter, looking relieved. <laughs> you are their hero. Then the elderly bow to Stephanie. There is no need to bow to me. I seek no worship. The knowledge that Duchess Featherbottom III will never fist the elderly ever again <laughs> is enough for me. You are humble as well as brave. One of the elderly passes Stephanie a sharp and stinky plug. <laughs> I think they want you to have it as a symbol of their gratitude. I couldn't possibly. Pause. Well, if you insist. Stephanie takes the plug. Just pop that bad boy in. Thank you. <laughs> The elderly bow their head once more and leave. Stephanie turns to Virginia. Does this mean you want me back? Oh, Stephanie, of course I want you back. Stephanie smiles for a few seconds, but then looks defiant. Well, you can't have me. What? 
<laughs> you had no faith in me. You had to see my scar a the beholder to death. You had to see me scare the beholder to death before you believe in me. I don't want a lover like that. But. Please leave. I want to spend time with the one person who stayed with me through thick and thin. My best friend, Jefferson. Jefferson grins. But. You heard the lady now. Oh, sorry. You heard the lady now be off with you. Skedaddle shoe. Stephanie. I'm sorry, Virginia, but I think you should skedaddle. Virginia leaves. Jefferson turns to Stephanie. Did you mean that? You know that I'm your best friend? Of course you are. The two walk off arm in arm. Suddenly, Jefferson stops. When I said I had three nipples, you know I was just trying to distract the beholder, don't you? <laughs> and <The scene>. scene. <laughs> and scene. Wow. That, that was, was amazing. Amazing. Oh. It's one of the best scripts I think cinema will ever have. Uh, I think Scorsese just needs to call us up right now. I, that I was... saw that... Uh... I saw my phone start ringing, and I think I Spielberg was uh, on the other end. Oh, God. All we need is $120 million and a dream. <laughs> yeah, we can make it work. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, for a nice little little cool down after that, I've got another game for you guys to play. And this one, I don't have a clever name for it yet. But I'm calling it Guess the Movie Based on the One Star Amazon Review. <laughs> <laughs> so it needs a little bit of work, but I got a few movies here for you guys that uh, I'm going to read off the Amazon review. You're going to try and guess what movie it is, and I'll give you a point if you guess the movie. I've got three movies plus a bonus. Okay. Um, and without further ado, um, so here's movie number one. It's a Martin Scorsese clip show. It looks and sounds like Casino with a different setting, less story, fewer characters, and three hours of exhausting graphic hedonism. It's a slightly more art- artistic version of the pizza guy delivering his sausage in a box to the half-clothed lady in apartment B. When I was a teenager, late-night Skinamax specials were fun to watch. They were exciting. This movie was a Skinamax on steroids, and I was bored for nearly three hours. I was glad when it finally ended. Now, what mm. movie could this be? And it's a Scorsese movie? Tis. The Irishman. Is not the Irishman. <clears throat> Scorsese directed? Yes. Mm. I'll give you that. I was going to say Joker, but. <laughs> um. uh, I don't know. I can't think of any that are. I'm trying to think of ones newer than Casino. Well, this would be. Oh, I have another guess. Oh, you have a guess? I feel like we can guess a couple before we give up. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Guess a couple. Is it Goodfellas? It is not Goodfellas. Oh. Is it Taxi Driver? It is not Taxi Driver. Yeah. Okay, the last movie I think I know that he's directed is The Wolf of Wall Street. It would be The Wolf of Wall Street. This ah. is an Amazon one star. This is a real review <laughs> that someone gave The Wolf of Wall Street on Amazon. <laughs> oh my God. I couldn't believe it when I read it. It was hilarious. It makes so much sense now. It does. It really does. All right. Next movie. Next review. This is also a one-star review. This uh, this says, uh, This is like taking a box of toys and jamming your head repeatedly into the box with your eyes wide open until you're blind and bleeding. Another <laughs> film where it's obvious nobody really cared about actual cinema craft. 
good storytelling, good photography. Screw that. Let's make a bunch of really idiotic action sequences for people who are dressed for no sensible reason at all, like eight-year-olds on Halloween. At least there are some decent visual effects. That is the only reason I can see that this film actually deserving the, the one star I'm obliged to give it. This film is horrendous. Clearly, most of America actually bought it, but to me, this is as low as it gets. Is it The Last Jedi? It is not The Last Jedi. Is it The Avengers? It is The Avengers. Someone's killing it. Someone rated The Avengers one star and called it a box of t- taking a box of toys and jamming your head repeatedly into it with your eyes open. Once, once you said dressing like eight year olds for Halloween, that was my giveaway. Yep. Yeah, I figured that would probably tip it a little bit. Oh, man. All right. Next one we got here. This movie itself is really boring. The protagonists spend all their time running from enemies whom they can easily destroy when they finally do have to face them, making one wonder why they bother running if they could just save time by killing all the bad bad guys at the outset. Every scene is drawn out to a ridiculous length. The journey is very disjointed with no coherent flow from scene to scene. The scenery was nice. That's about the best I can say for this movie. The Lord of the Rings. That would be correct. This Ooh. is the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. Nice one. <laughs> one star. <laughs> one star. I mean, I, I legit, I went out and searched for a one star reviews specifically for this and was blown away by the opinion some people have. All right, last one that I got here. Um, and this is a bonus one. Um it goes, I figured with the title, it was a documentary about how urbanization is affecting wildlife. But no, it's about some scumbag that does a bunch of drugs and has a boat. <laughs> I feel like this should be off the top of the head, but. <laughs> how many people have boats? Is this one Goodfellas? It is not okay. Goodfellas. I have no idea. Can you read it again? Before I can read it again. I figured with the title it was a documentary about how urbanization is affecting wildlife. But no, it's about some scumbag that does a bunch of drugs and has a boat. Yeah, I don't I don't know. This would be <laughs> this would be the Wolf of Wall Street again. Are you serious? <laughs> but yes. And I wanted to point out that this was the featured review on Amazon Prime when I looked it up. And that's why I had to put it in. I just couldn't yeah. believe someone put that. Oh, that they so thought funny. it'd be a documentary. <laughs> oh boy. I have a segment like this on my show when we do movie commentaries <laughs> called The Best of the Bad, where we, we if it's a good movie. We read one-star reviews, but if it's a bad movie, we read ten-star reviews. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That oh sounds like God. a lot of fun. It really does. Oh, boy. Well, I think that's what I've got for today's episode. Um, I want to thank you. Uh, thank you again, Josh, for coming on. Uh, it was a lot of fun having you here, and uh, I'm, I'm really excited to... Uh, to potentially have you on for more episodes in the future. Hopefully, we'll be able to get some more uh, some more film scripts randomly generated because that was an absolute blast. <laughs> Absolutely, this was amazing. <laughs> I had a blast. <laughs> oh boy! Well, thank you very much for joining us, Connor. Thank you for always being here, like you do. You're welcome. And thank you, audience, for listening. We really appreciate your support. And with that, 
I will cut the film notes. Today's a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it'd be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest way and the best way to launch, promote, and track your podcasts. Your shows can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and even more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's create something great together. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, as well as getting you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it helps support our show. We use Buzzsprout, and honestly, it's really great. Um, I, uh, I use it to track all of our, um, where we're, where we're being listed or we get our own website. It's really just a fantastic service and I would recommend it to anyone that's interested in starting a podcast. Spusprout helps you get your show listed on every major podcast platform. That takes one of the hardest steps in creating a podcast out of the equation for you. Thanks to Buzzsprout's help. And if you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. Plus it helps you navigate how to do things how to market your show how to make money off your show how to do all sorts of stuff it's all right there for you to use honestly it's not hard when you have the right partners and buzzsprout is absolutely one of the best partners you can have out there they care about you they're passionate about helping you succeed with your show so if you're interested in signing up uh for buzzsprout use the link in uh, in the description of, of the show here it'll like we said it'll get you 20 dollars amazon gift card and it helps. It supports us, and we appreciate it greatly. And now back to the show. Ooh.